When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Happy Monday. Okay, it's afternoon. April 27th, 2020. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show. Holly is here today, and Colleen will be back with us tomorrow. Rob is running the board. Hey, guys, thanks for being with us. Yeah, we need to do a little bit of one of these. Oh, never mind. I can't do it. Oh, what? <laughs> what are we trying to do? I, I was just trying to do an air horn for you. I'll be there able to. I'll be able to get to the air horn yeah, at some okay. point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all shifted around a little bit. Um, the way things work in this world, and I'm getting used to being in a new place. Hi. And Holly, you're in a new place, too. Yes. We're social distancing uh, in our own special ways. Um, I thought we could check in with um, each other and see what you guys were up to this weekend, um, and then talk about some of the things that happened. You know, Saturday Night Live is in their second weekend in quarantine, and um, a new way of doing things, we could say. And then also there was this uh, tribute to Stephen Sondheim. For his 90th birthday uh, by some of the biggest stars in Broadway and Hollywood, frankly. Um, But before we get to that, Holly, how was your weekend? Bradley, thank you for asking. It was actually really nice because if you were around town, you probably noticed that it was real nice outside. Oh, God, it was gorgeous. Spring has sprung and people were out. And for the most part... People were practicing some good social distancing. So going to give you one of these for doing that. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> for the most part. For the most part. So uh, did you, um, because, so just to uh, peel behind the curtain, uh, if you will, Holly, um, you live close to the chain of lakes, and that's usually where you, that's kind of your backyard, right? Right, yeah. So what was that like this weekend? It was busy on Saturday, but it was nice in as much as people were taking their time. People were social distancing, and the parks have done a nice thing where they've blocked off a lot of the roadways around the chain of lakes so that people have more room to practice good social distancing. So it was nice. People were power walking. I was power walking. Lots of convertibles driving by. People with the roofs down. The music was blaring. So obviously, people were definitely in the mood to be jovial and to be outside. Yeah. It's like this weird thing of where you're like, we're all trying to be excited and enjoy uh, the outside. But then at the same time, it's like, don't get too close. (laughs) You know, I want to be outside. I actually, you know, I'm very fortunate that I have a backyard because I realize, you know, you realize in this time, like what, how much uh, space is actually a privilege and whether it's, you know, the home that you live in or what have you, even if you live in a, um, 
you know, a, a large condo, for example, you just don't have a ton of natural space outside that you can call your own. So I was fortunate enough to just like sit in the backyard. And I will tell you, it was so delightful to just sit there and read. And I told my um, partner, Jamie, I feel like we're going to be spending a lot of time in the backyard this summer and we'll probably see more of our backyard than we've ever saw seen in the last 10 years. Um, and I imagine a lot of people are, you know, favoring their their outdoor space um, way more than they would typically do. Yeah. And didn't you savor your backyard space a lot, Bradley? Uh, so much so that you guys, you know, um, I was going to be on a cruise last week uh, and that cruise would have wrapped up yesterday. So sorry, that didn't happen. Oh, oh well, hey, okay. I got to not have coronavirus. I'm fine with that. OK. Uh, however, I did walk away this weekend with a um, with a um, uh, a little gift that normally I would get on on a cruise. And that's a sunburn. I got a little sunburn on my neck. I was like, oh, I kind of like was on a cruise. Kind of. Yeah, I did. My- <laughs> oh, sorry. Found it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, you know, I put on sunscreen for the first time this season, like actual sunscreen yes. on my shoulders, How on my neck. Well, it smelled really nice. Good. I have to say it was getting the summer huffs on. So don't you love the smell of sunscreen? It just makes yeah. you feel like you're. I don't know, on vacation. Mm-hmm. So in that, so this weekend, it was really nice that you can, we're holding all of these multiple spaces and let's face it, that's real hard. It's really challenging sometimes. Yeah. But to have a simple thing like Bradley, you sitting in your backyard and reading a book and enjoying the sun. I went out for a power walk this weekend. It really is tapping back into those really simple, natural things. Like, for example, this morning, Bradley, before I came into work, I just woke up naturally, listened to the rain, had the window open, just cracked a little bit, had a couple of blankets on, had had a cup of coffee. And it was one of those moments that is like, okay, here we are in time and space just enjoy this real simple moment and just take it in and allow yourself to just be with it. Yeah. I mean, uh, whether it was keeping the windows open this weekend, we put all of our screens up because, um, you know, we had our, our um, uh, whatchamahoosits winter windows on. Um, so we put the screens on so we could open all the windows and not have to worry about the bugs because um, I feel like we're getting close to bug time. Um, oh, they're out. Just mm-hmm. just being able to sort of smell fresh air in the house. Oh, it was so delightful. And and uh, I remember there was a little bit of rain yesterday and that the just the smell of rain. I don't know. There was something so. So to your point, it's, you know, it's the little things that we're taking <laughs> a moment to just enjoy. I will say this morning, even as I was um, as we were prepping the show and I was um, sitting I was actually sitting in my car, but on the edge of this beautiful, beautiful stretch of woodland that abuts the station here at My Talk 1071. I was able to visually uh, appreciate um, humankind in the form of a weird lady that started walking <laughs> through the field and uh, with a backpack on. And she went up to a um, patch of bushes and began to disrobe. Like, that was interesting. I didn't see any skin, but she was taking off layers. And I believe at one point she was completely horizontal and I saw her legs go up and what appear to have been pants be removed and then put back on. So she seemed to be doing like a full presto change. Oh, 
Um, free and easy. I was talking talk- breeze. If you're just joining us, I don't know what we're talking about, but we're kind of catching each other up with our weekends. And um, I was talking to Holly at the one point we were pre- prepping the show, and I was like, Holly, I'm sorry, I'm very distracted because I don't know what this woman is actually doing because she was far enough away that I couldn't see, you know, her actual um, face or anything, but I could see the movements were quite telling. Well, was she pulling a full Suzanne Summers? Yes, Meaning, she was crouching in a bush nude. <laughs> crouching in a bush nude. Hey, look, things are going to get weird this summer, yeah. and I expect Bradley that if you hang out in that certain spot during that certain time, you're gonna you're gonna get dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. Yeah, and you also saw a person on a unicycle. There was so. this giant fat unicycle guy. I mean, the guy wasn't <laughs> fat. The unicycle was. It was huge. It was like. Uh, normally you see those little unicycles from like the people in the uh, like circus. Do we even do that anymore? I don't no. think. Is there like where's that poor guy that was in the on the unicycle in the circus? He's just going around in circles somewhere. <laughs> um, no, this was like the size of I, I don't even know how big. It's this giant wheel with this guy atop it, and I thought, oh, okay, well, he's getting some fresh air. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of fresh air, um, Saturday Night Live took itself out for a spin for the second time. And Holly, I know you watched um, a little bit of uh, Saturday Night Live, some of the the um, bits and pieces. I did not get a chance to catch it, but we talked a lot about it uh, in its first week when Tom Hanks hosted. This week, they had all sorts of celebrities, I think. Um, I don't know. Was it technically hosted by Brad Pitt? Uh, he did the kickoff with his impersonation of Dr. Anthony Fauci. And so he didn't technically host it, but it was kind of like the first SNL at home where they had Tom Hanks introduce the show. Yeah. They get the big, huge A-lister to usher things in and to be a part of it. And then it was kind of like SNL as usual, but not, which I feel like is the tenor of most of our lives right now. Yeah. There's some normalcy to it, but then it's actually totally different. Exactly. And SNL was in that vein. And I wanted to share a little clip with you. Yeah. It was my favorite skit from Saturday Night Live over the weekend. And it was um, Kate McKinnon doing a skit out of her apartment with her cat. So it was just her and her cat. Here's a little snippet of what Saturday Night Live is trying to do while we're all staying at home. Fabulous. I know you hate this. I know you didn't want to be in the commercial, but my small business loan didn't go through. It went to Shake Shack, so please try harder. Please. This cat is a Brazilian shorthair, which is ironic because she's a mess down there. <laughs> I know we're quarantined, but geez Louise, have some self-respect. This cat is called Baxter, and he's got a dirty little secret. He's really into BDSM. Biting them silly mice. Biting them silly mice. So that was Kate McKinnon pretending to be a woman who had a bunch of cats up for adoption, but in the skit, it was just her cat, Kate McKinnon's cat, in her apartment, and they were sitting there making videos at home. So that's the kind, with some production elements to it. I mean, the people at Saturday Night Live are at their studio. Somebody's putting together some of the more visual elements of the show, but it it was very... It was very quaint. Yeah. And it goes to show that these people are extremely talented no matter where they are broadcasting from, no matter what the conditions are. They can work around it, but ultimately they have a lot of talent. Yeah. And they have a lot of talent to be uh, in this moment particularly flexible. But it's so interesting to me to, to see, you know, like Saturday Night Live is an institution. It will continue probably through this, like they've been through 
everything, uh, including but not limited to just completely crap writing and um, bad acting. Right. So they've like <laughs> they've they've weathered storms before, so they'll probably be just fine. I am curious to see who are the people who are the or what are the media that what are the um applications that are going to rise up out of this new normal right so saturday night live can kind of clunk along doing things in a different way and they can uh kick and stretch and be flexible but you do have to think that like there's a way of making people laugh that we haven't quite um figured out yet in this new moment that'll really make people laugh that'll really hit people where they're at um in the ways that they are able to you know consume entertainment right now and i'm curious to see uh, what those things will be because clearly um, things how many times can I say clearly things are going to change permanently I would imagine this is not just something that temporarily is gonna um, be with us and then go away so I'm I'm ex- I guess what I'm saying is I'm excited to see uh, who and what is birthed out of this you know new storytelling moment well Bradley you watched something too over the weekend yeah that utilize technology and kind of proves the point again, like Saturday Night Live, you can have talented people and they can all come together virtually and still do amazing performances. Exactly. Maybe we'll all start going to musicals uh, in our bathrobes in our very own home, uh, just like we had Meryl Streep, Audra McDonald, Christine Baranski last night celebrating Stephen Sondheim and honoring his 90th birthday. We'll talk about uh, the actual broadcast telecast youtube live stream whatever you want to call it in just a moment but can we listen to a little bit of the ladies who or well it's just ladies who lunch this is um you know one of one of the more well-known stephen sondheim pieces and again this is meryl streep audra mcdonald christine baranski let's have a little listen does anyone still wear a hat probably keep listening to that all day. I just wanted to give you a little taste of those three, especially ending on Audrey McDonald, whose voice is just like blowing people away. Um, so this was so delightful. And I know you don't get the visual right, but the, the, these three women are literally in bathrobes. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Having cocktails or glasses of wine as they sing, um, you know, this legendary Stephen Sondheim song. And it was there was just something very calming and very um, delightful about these three. Oh, absolutely. Watching that. So watching the Stephen Sondheim special and then watching Saturday Night Live, it's just like the show must go on. Yeah. And we're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to do it in real time. But there is space for laughter. There is space for being entertained. And I'm glad that people are willing to sing in their pajamas via Zoom. Absolutely. And you can go back and watch the performances from that Sondheim tribute, because I will say, if you were like me, you had to do that because when you tried to watch it live in the moment, it started late and there were a bunch of technical difficulties. So we ended up just turning it off and eating dinner. Um, But uh, there were still some great bits to be had and enjoyed that are still available online as if, uh, as with everything in our world, if it was you know good enough to see, you'll be able to see it somewhere. Speaking of which, if it's good enough to hear, you'll probably hear it right here on My Talk 1071, specifically in the form of a dirt alert with, I believe, our good friend Elizabeth Reese when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our beautiful friend, Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. Happy Monday. Yes. Wasn't sure how today was going to turn out this morning, but it isn't so lovely. Oh, weather-wise or just in life? (laughs) Just weather-wise. I have no idea how life will turn out Uh, in in any given moment. Join the club. (laughs) Um, Over the weekend, big news. Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler are getting divorced. And now uh, we find out more details. So not surprisingly, this news was announced via both of their Instagram accounts on a Sunday, which is trying to kind of get ahead of it. The smarter thing to do is on a Friday. Friday, Friday, mm-hmm. man. Saturday and Sunday, everyone, you know, people are out of the office. There aren't really tons of new entertainment headlines coming out. And then by Monday, you hope that something else has happened. Yeah. But that's not the style for these two. Nope. Uh, so here's what's interesting about this. These two, a little background, have been together for 10 years. They have three children, um, seven, five, and four. They were self-quarantining in the Bahamas after they went there on a trip and then kept saying they were stuck there, but no one was really buying that they were stuck there. They were there for weeks, finally got back. Sources are saying that they knew that they were going to split during that trip. Not surprising. Now, though, she has filed legal documents um, alleging misconduct on the part of Jay Cutler and claims that's what triggered the divorce. Marital misconduct. This is Uh so juicy because... Here's a story that normally I wouldn't give two rips about, but we had sort of a local connection because remember they were self-quarantined with none other than Justin Anderson and his partner, who Justin Anderson, of course, um, we uh, know and love because he's got a local connection with um, DP Hugh. Mm-hmm. And he was sort of like on the, the front lines with them quarantined. And I wish we could get his, um, you know, bird's eye view of, of what's really going down. Cause you got to feel like that, that time in the Bahamas was telling. 
100%. Unless they were just kind of okay with it and it was their sort of finale. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but come on. Don't you want a little bit of juicy 100%. fireworks? So here's what she says in these documents. Jay is guilty of such inappropriate marital conduct as renders further cohabitation unsafe and improper. Ooh. Kristen also insinuates that Jay has accused her of misconduct in these documents, saying any misconduct alleged or implied against her in the complaint for divorce was in response to and or as a result of misconduct on behalf of the husband. Essentially, if he says that she was the bad one in the marriage, the only reason she was the bad one is because he was the worse one. And then she was acting badly because she had to respond to him being worse. Oh, God. Oh, right? I love it. I know you are, but what am I? Exactly. Yeah. is what those legal documents you say. You made me cheat on you. No. Jay was the one who filed for divorce. He never mentioned misconduct against Kristen in his petition, but she is asking for primary physical custody she wants jay to have visitation he wants joint custody of their three kids she also wants child support and she wants jay to pay for their kids health insurance and maintain a life insurance policy where she is listed as sole beneficiary so a couple of things are happening here either they are just so desperate for attention that they love the idea of having this out there Mm -hmm. or they hate each other so much that they can't come to an agreement outside of these papers. This is like not a great celebrity way to handle divorces. You should have this stuff all handled, buttoned up. Your attorneys should have been negotiating back and forth. And then when you file, you don't have to say any of this stuff because the judge isn't the one who's made the decision. You've already paid people to help you make the decision so that it's not made public. Which does, you know, if if I'm the scale of celebrity justice in this moment or truth telling to figure out what's really going on, it sort of makes me wonder want to lean towards this is intentional to do this out in the open like there's some celebrity because remember she's got a reality show right she totally does so uh, i tend to think when celebrities do the thing that it's so obvious they shouldn't be doing makes me wonder that maybe they this is what they want us to be talking about right and then the optics well particularly of Kristen cavallari's instagram post it's a photograph of herself and jay walking off into the distance arms wrapped around each other and the end statement on this Instagram post says we ask everyone to respect our privacy as we navigate this difficult time within our family so there's two competing narratives that are going on and also she posts that Holly of that photo of them together but then immediately she removed the word wife from her description on her Instagram page see very interesting. FYI, if you want to go deeper with us, we're going to do this again at the top of the second hour. So He has a reputation of being a whining ninny. Yeah, well, he's a former Bears be the first quarterback. Man. And I, you know, I'm saying this as I'll disclose that I am a Packers fan in order so you can contextualize that. But I, I say that, uh, you know, aside from my football allegiance. Thank you, friends. Thank you, Elizabeth, <laughs> for another great Dirt Alert. Catch Elizabeth, of course, every day at 3 p.m. on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, we need someone for the 30-second pop culture challenge. Five questions. You could win a prize. Call. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com, which, by the way, is also a place you can click on over to to help Minnesota's healthcare workers who are putting in countless hours. And, oh my gosh, our hearts go out to them. But not only our hearts, our contributions are going out currently to benefit Alina Health and Health Fairview. If you want to learn how you can help support healthcare workers in this moment, just head to mytalk1071.com 
and uh, click there right on the homepage. And again, thank you for your contributions and thank you, healthcare workers, for keeping us all safe. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts, Rob at the board, and we are gonna play that 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Hey, Rob, who's on the phone today? Wendy is with us. Hi, Wendy. And uh, Holly, hi. What, uh, hi, Wendy. And uh, Holly, what's Wendy playing for? Wendy is playing for a fabulous My Talk 1071 t shirt. All right, Wendy, uh, Holly will read you the questions if Holly wants to read her the questions yes. after the timer begins. Oh. Or, I mean, you know. <laughs> the timer will begin after I read you the first question, <laughs> Wendy. Just... Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, we're Monday. not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what food product is called the San Francisco treat? Braceroni. Mr. Whipple was a mascot for what brand? Charmin. Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles are what superhero team? Uh, Powerpuff Girls. What ce- Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, what celebrity lifestylist has the quote, it's a good thing? Uh, Martha Stewart. Rod Ronnie was an announcer on what game show? The Price is Right. Yay! <gasps> Congratulations, Wendy. You will get that Yay. big, fat T-shirt. All right. So hold um, the line, Wendy. Uh, Rob is going to get information from you so that you can get your prize. Thanks a lot. And if you uh, were not Wendy, because only Wendy is Wendy, it's, it takes too long to discuss um, the philosophy of that statement. But you can play tomorrow or the next day or the next day after that, any day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, but only at 1230. You just have to answer those five questions in 30 seconds and you'll win that prize. Thank you to Wendy. Now, Holly, Mm -hmm. I'm very excited because now that we've done this segment, it means we can do this segment over here. You mean the segment where we solve celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items? Yes! Called Blinded by the Item. And you bring them to us hot and ready, fresh out the oven. Let me tell you, sometimes you just have to find comfort in routine, and the celebrities are going to keep doing mysterious things. All right, so here's your first blind item, and today, Bradley and Rob are going to be solving our first celebrity gossip mystery. Good luck to you, Rob. I'm probably going to do better on the 30-second pop culture (laughs) challenge. You'll be fine. (laughs) All right, here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. This former A-list singer in a similarly situated group is probably B-list right now. He would love to bring back his old reality show, but told producers he doesn't want to see any women over the age of 25. Oh, okay, so a singer and a reality show. So it's like a singing competition show? Nah, oh. I mean, mm, comp- it, loose. Oh, but it it's a, one with a lot of women? Yeah. I, sh- I feel like this should be like jumping out to me. Rob, do you have any ideas? Former A-list currently B? Yeah. yeah he's probably more B-list, it sounds like. You know what the first person to jump into my mind, which I'm sure it's wrong, is Donnie Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be, I assume. <laughs> Thank you. Buzzer. That felt yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Now that would be. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to get it out there, Rob. <laughs> now that would be a show. Um, but that's not the one we're talking about. So this person was on a dating reality show, maybe about at oh gosh, oh, ten like to fifteen years ago. Close, close. Oh, okay. Think about somebody who had a show. Oh, 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 oh! I know what it is, Rob. Do you know what it is? No, go for it. Vanilla Ice. 
No. Oh. <laughs> you said close. I guess he would be not even B list, so no. never mind. Let's go back to VH1. Doodaloo, doodaloo, doodaloo. Mm. Who else had a dating show who mm. was in music? Mm. Back on VH1. Not Nick Lachey. No, not Nick Lachey. <laughs> no, some rock music. He wore a bandana oh, to hide his male pattern. Rock. Oh no, honey. <laughs> I know Colleen is probably screaming at a radio right he now. He was an '80s metal guy, and he had a dating show back in the day on VH1. Now he wants his show back, but he doesn't want anyone to be over the age of 25, which is fresh because pretty sure he's squarely in his <laughs> 50s right now. I know I should know this, so just give it to us. Brett Michaels. Oh, that guy. Yeah, what was the name of the show? Rock of Love. Rock of Love. I could see it in my face, behind my face, in my head area. That's nice. <laughs> Beautiful story. Okay, so read the Let thing. Me fill in the blank. By the way, Brett Michaels is 57 years young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Michaels would love to bring back his old reality show, Rock of Love, but he told producers he doesn't want to see any women over the age of 25. Okay, well, good luck to him. Uh-huh. I think you were being generous with the B grade. I know. I, I mean, I'm That's not... That's anti-lawyer. Yeah, anti-lawyer doesn't always have the um, the same appreciation of music that we do. I think it's safe to say. All right, should we do another one? Yes. Another... Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Here we go. Speaking of music, apparently there is a recording call... A recording, excuse me, of a call which everyone knew was being recorded. It was not Zoom, but similar to it. In that call, the foreign-born A-slash-B-plus-list actress had some not nice things to say about her significant other and the family of her significant other. Oh, see, I know this is wrong, but this is where my mind initially went to Meghan Markle. No. Oh, but it's foreign-born, so yeah, yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rob, is anything jumping out to you? No, I'm still hung up on Donny Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're looking for, to be clear, a foreign-born A-B-plus-list actress yeah. who was on a phone call recently, virtually, um, who was talking smack about her significant other and that significant other's family. Yeah, now think about a person who would find themselves in a troubling situation if they got caught talking smack about their significant other and their family in public like this. It would kind of ruin the facade. Oh, God. I the publationship like... facade. Uh, oh. oh, no. Are you saying who I think you're saying? I don't Bianca know. Bianca Chopra? Yes. Wow, nice. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, read that one so we can dish. So apparently there's a recording of a call which everyone knew was being recorded. It wasn't Zoom, but it was similar to it. And in that call, Priyanka Chopra had some not nice things to say about Nick Jonas and the Jonas family. Oh, mm, please release the tapes. Where uh, what, Do we have any uh, inkling what this could be about? Because it's interesting that he says it was not Zoom, but similar to it. Like, why? Like, that's a level of detail that... Um, mm-hmm. Well, probably just to contextualize that it was in some kind of group chat. But there was a blind item over the weekend, I'll just say, that was uh, in regards to this, that Priyanka Chopra was not happy at the fact that Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner were getting a lot of headlines last week, and she wasn't getting any. 
you know, because we talked about Joe mm-hmm. Jonas and Sophie Turner last week and their pregnancy and how they're handling it. And they got a whole segment out of the Colleen and Bradley show about it. Yeah. Where was Priyanka's segment? It e- wasn't anywhere. Exactly. And the reason that she's not going to get a segment because, okay, so just go with us listeners. So we love to talk about Jonas. What's Jonas, Holly? Jonas is Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. And they are representative of a very common behavior in Hollywood called a publationship. What is that, Holly? It is a relationship in the purpose of uh, the service of celebrity. Yes, exactly. So they utilize their relationship. You can decide for yourself if you think it's genuine or not or to what level they're actually intimate as a you know relationship. But um, that's almost irrelevant because they're using the, the mechanism of their relationship to get publicity for their very public careers, careers which are fueled by publicity, right? So to Holly's point... Um, you've got Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas getting all this attention for uh, their- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Their alleged pregnancy, which is, hasn't even been confirmed, right? Still hasn't been confirmed. Yeah. Um, and the headlines over the weekend for Priyanka Chopra were about her wearing... Um, you know, traditional Indian outfit at home. Like those are the only headlines. So like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel to get headlines. Um, And you've got Sophie and Joe over here getting way more headlines than those two were. And it used to be quite the opposite. Like they used to be tabloid fuel on the regular, right? Totally. All right. We got time for one more or no? Uh, I'm sure. Let's do it. Let's do a quick. This blind item's confirmed, meaning we know who this is about. Here we go. He has been a boy bander for his entire life. He also got kicked out of a grocery store because he wouldn't wear a mask. <gasps> a boy bander for his entire career. Is that Ricky Martin? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so that uh, uh, I'm going to give you a big hint. It's a Backstreet Boy. Backstreet? Mark Wahlberg? No. That's not a... I don't, who is it? AJ McLean. Oh! The one with the facial hair in the Backstreet Boys. So and AJ, no mask, apparently. Mm-hmm. So AJ McLean got kicked out of a grocery store because he wouldn't wear a mask. Wow. He won't be the first. Or he probably wasn't the first, and he certainly won't be the last. Holly, thank you for this fresh batch of blind items. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, ooh, Holly already told us what a publationship is. Guess what? Well, we're going to dip our toe back in that. Lake of Trash in just a moment to give you an update on some other publicationships right here on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities might think they're alone, but we're watching and paying attention and we've got updates. So get grab a pen and paper if you are keeping track of what your favorite celebrity fake relationships are up to because we're going to tell you here on the Colleen and Bradley show in mere seconds. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. With Rob Colleen will be back tomorrow. Publationships. It's Publationship Corner. So, Hal's, um, let's just recap, even though we do this like a hundred times a day, it's important for those who may not totally um understand what we do on the Colleen and Bradley show. We go deep in the shallow. And one of those ways 
is by talking about celebrity relationships. We actually have coined the term publationship. And what, Halls, is a publationship? A publationship is a celebrity relationship that often services for publicity. Yeah, so this is like, this is the thing, man. It's a vehicle for attention, jobs, and dollar bills at right. the end of the day. Now, some of our favorite publicationships are uh, like Chonus. That's Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. We talked about them in the last segment. But there are some other ones that um, we don't talk about every day. And uh, some ones that are actually no longer in existence, which has given rise to zombie publicationships. <laughs> Uh, one in particular we should talk about right now, and that's Jadam. Um, do you guys remember what a Jadam is? Yeah, vaguely. So Jadam is Jessica, or uh, excuse me, no, that's a different Jesse J and Channing Tatum. Jadam. Mm, now we hardly knew ye. Yeah, Jadam. We hardly knew him. <laughs> we actually did. Um, but you'll remember that, or you may not because you don't care or pay attention to Channing Tatum and Jesse J. They're the on again, off again publicationship. So Channing Tatum was married to Jenna Dewan. Um, they have a, a daughter together. They got divorced. And then he started hooking up with Jesse J, the UK pop star musician. What do we call her? Yeah, she's a pop star. Right. Um, yeah. And they were on again, off again, and most recently off again. However, the headline over the weekend was, Happy 40th, I'm so grateful we met. She sparks reconciliation rumors with on-off Bo Channing Tatum as she shares, shares a sweet birthday message. Well, okay, oh. we can talk about that in a moment. But mm-hmm. um, why? Well, let's just talk about it now. Why are we talking about these two? Do we know? No, actually, we don't. <laughs> I, have no, I have zero answers why Jessie J is reinserting herself back into the relationship with Channing Tatum, other than the fact that she's thirsty. Yeah. And she wants some attention. I think so, too. And that's why I think a zombie publicationship is actual thing is an actual thing. Brains. Her pu- brains. Attention. Attention. Clicks. Clicks. <laughs> Happy 40th birthday to this special man right here. You're truly one of a kind. I'm so grateful you were born. And even more grateful we met. Mm, love emoji. Heart emoji. Oh. Um, and it's a picture of Channing Tatum in an, uh, a sleeveless shirt in the water looking up at a drone, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. Um, I really don't think there's anything there there other than she's trying to get attention. Well, of course she's trying to get attention because we're not really doing a lot of things right now. And this is how you get attention is you creep back on your ex's Instagram account and then you be thirsty. Especially if your ex is Channing Tatum, right? Yes, exactly. So bless her heart. <laughs> she has she has risen from the the graveyard of publationships past and now she's back because think about it for real. If you're that close to a breakup with your ex, you are not communicating on social media at all. Like, no, no normal person is actually doing that. But she's not normal. She's in a publicationship and she wants attention. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you wanted real attention or if you wanted to wish somebody a happy birthday in this moment and you were a celebrity like that, you would just send them a text. Thank you. Uh, or, you know, yeah. find some other way. Do Direct ha- message. Ooh, slide into your DMs. Bradley, do we have any other zombie publicationships? Or do we just have actual living I think publicationships? We, the other ones that I had uh, on the docket were Bimber Lake. What's a Bimber Lake? A Bimber Lake? That is Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake. And this one is just like, okay, they're out there trying to get attention uh, the best way they know how. And they're in Montana. So that's okay. the headline. Jessica Beale jokes she's an Irish setter while Justin Timberlake is a Rottweiler as she admits, 
I don't know what day it is anymore. Ha <laughs> ha, totally relatable. Uh, the celebrity cu- couple took to Instagram to share the results as they isolate together in Montana. To which I wanted to say, like, why all these celebrities in Montana? Does it seem like everybody's in, Ke- Kelly Clarkson is in Montana? Mm-hmm. Is that just like the celebrity uh, escape? Like, we're rural and want to get close to nature. Yeah, it's where rich people go when they want to feel rustic. That's a thing. Yeah, and something tells me their digs are not rustic. Oh my it's gosh. probably not like the Kelly Clarkson, you know, one room schoolhouse that we saw. Yeah, um, with the squatty potty out the back. Yeah. It's actually a point of contention for people who have lived in Montana for their whole lives that people like Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale are coming in and buying multi-million dollar compounds. And they're like, hey, hey, hey. Like, you're pricing this out here, honey. So there they are trying to be, you know, remember, Justin Timberlake is a man of the woods. Yes. Oh, he's so rural. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, last uh, last but not least on our cavalcade of publicationships, again, relationships for publicity on the part of celebrities. um, We have to talk about schwat. What's a schwat? Oh, lest we forget, it's a Chris Pratt and a Katherine Schwarzenegger. And it also sounds like a, some sort of gastrointestinal issue. <laughs> Sorry, that was the loud one or the long one. Didn't yeah. We don't have time to go there. Um, so, Schwat, we did not announce this headline news. Um, they announced they're pregnant. Or rather, she's pregnant uh, and they will be parents, right? Correct. So this was the big news over the weekend. Um, but... In other news, because you can't just let that pregnancy be enough, um, there was a People magazine story uh, titled, Chris Pratt and Pregnant Catherine Schwarzenegger Enjoy Outing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So descriptive the headlines are. Oh, I don't see Arnold on this bike ride. Where is he? I don't either. Cause he's I, not where when I'm, Arnold. Oh, wait, no, he's there. He's no, there. Okay. But at first I saw some guy who is probably like a security guard. On a fat bike? Did Mm -hmm. you see this? Yeah, there's a lot of muscly big men on fat bikes. (laughs) (laughs) In somewhere in uh, California, Brentwood probably, right? Yeah, Brentwood, Santa Monica. Well, mazel to them. Congratulations. I'm glad that she had an opportunity to parade the baby bump around on a fat bike. Um, Yay! Yay, fat bikes. Now, when we come back, we have another publicationship to catch up on. This one is juicy and full of hot gossip. It's Cavalutler. I don't even know... How to say that, but we'll, we'll talk about, about uh, Christina or Ke- come back to us and we'll give you hot gossip. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So, what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.